Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Coaching Live, or Success Coaching Radio, as it's sometimes referred. I am your host, Eric Reed, and it is great to have you joining me today. You know, today has just been one of those awesome days. You know, one of those days where you just feel like everything is rocking. Um, if you haven't been following along, I uh, just cleared the 100-100 day challenge. So it was 100 Facebook Lives, 100 blogs, and 100 days. And smashing through that felt great. And I don't know, I was doing some writing on it for number 100 blog. And I decided to kick on my iTunes music file and listen to some classic Motown, which, you know, always gets you grooving. So I am excited today. I'm feeling great, and I hope you are too. And I want to thank you for diving in and joining me today on your journey of success. Like we like to say, learning to live life with success daily is what this is all about. So thank you for joining me on that journey. And and if you do get a chance, go over and check out uh, the Facebook page and, and the accompanying post or Facebook Live this morning that goes with this lesson. So this morning I was talking a bit about that inner gremlin or that inner demon or, as I like to call it, nagging old woman in my head and how that voice sometimes begins to rob us of our potential, rob us of our dream, begins to put us in a little box that we can't escape from. And one of the things that I talked about earlier this morning, and I'll sort of repeat it for you here, is that we have to understand two principles, two primary principles. If we're ever going to defeat that inner demon, that gremlin, that nagging voice in our head that tells us things like we're not big enough, smart enough, tall enough, fast enough, people like us don't succeed, people like you never get ahead, it's never worked before, why would it be different, I've seen you try but always fail, you can hear the little old woman in my head. She's got a really good list of reasons why I should stop, turn back now, and run for shelter. But what you have to understand about that gremlin in your head, that monkey on your back, that little old woman in your, in your, in your thoughts is you are not that gremlin. So all of those things that are being said, all of those things, that are being gnawed at. You're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not smart enough. You're not young enough. You're not old enough. You're not rich enough. Those aren't who you are. It's who the voice wants you to believe. It's who the voice wants you to become so they can stay safe and secure. But it's not who you are. It's a reflection of maybe your fears and past experiences, but it doesn't define you. Because remember, you get to recreate who you are every single moment of every single day. And that's what I mean by learning to live life with success daily. It's not some far off attainable goal that someday we'll arrive at a point where we are successful. Learning to master our thoughts, learning to master our actions, learning to take control, build success into every single and so you are not that nagging voice. You are not that gremlin. You are not that demon. There can be a clear separation. And when you're able to do that, that's where the transformation begins. When you're able to set that voice outside of you, your true and authentic and empowered self, 
then we can begin to address the defeat because we can't defeat what we can't see. So I often like to visualize things in my life. I'm a very visual learner and speaker. And so I like to move that voice, that gremlin, that nagging old woman, that troll under the bridge out from under me and in front of me so I can begin to address it. And then the other primary principle that we've got to understand is I have creative power, true me, true authentic, present in the now. The success me has creative power. That gremlin, that demon, that little old witch has no power, has no creative energy. It only repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats the same old story over and over again. To disempower us, to take us out of our strength, to remove us from our hope and our dreams and our visions. But because I, by divinely creative, like all things in the universe, I use that creative power to begin to defeat that voice, to begin to transform that voice, to take that voice out of my head and into a different place. So a couple tips or tricks that I want to go into about how we can begin to defeat or master or silence those gremlins and demons and and goblins in our head that try and take and scare us back into the corner is first we need to acknowledge it. We need to acknowledge that that voice exists. We need to acknowledge what it's saying. Now, I didn't say make agreement with it. I said acknowledge it. You know, sometimes sitting in silence and listening to the, that voice and, and just not, not giving it power, not giving it place, just hearing it, sort of like the background music in the elevator. You know, some people sing along with it, and that's what we're trying to break, is that singing along with that gremlin kind of thing or singing along with elevator music. But just hear it and know what it is. Because when we acknowledge it, then we can take a step backwards. We can see it, hear it, know it, but it acts outside of us. And, you know, honestly, sometimes with that inner voice, it's not a bad idea to just turn and say, hmm, okay, heard you, thanks, yeah, good advice, okay, yeah, understand your concern and move on. You know, that, that mom voice that sometimes fills our head, you better not do that, you better be safe, you better think twice, look both ways, you know, don't stand too tall, somebody will knock you down. Sometimes we need to be able to just acknowledge it. And it's a principle I'm sort of trying to teach my son now and daughter because I'll say something and I don't know if they've heard me or not. And so that my energy and my frustration and my yelling kind of increases. Like I'll repeat and repeat and repeat and I'll get louder and more direct and, and, and more forceful. And what I'm simply asking my son and daughter to do is say, yes, dad, or yes, sir. Now, I've tried to teach them that that yes, sir, does not mean you agree with what I said or what I asked you to do. It simply acknowledges that you heard me so that when then we can begin to move to the next place. So when I tell you to acknowledge that gremlin or that demon or that voice in your head, just yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Heard you. And then you have the choice to begin to ignore it. You know, ignore was one of the best buttons on Facebook. Now they've tweaked it and changed it and, you know, made it sort of that delete friend request kind of thing. But that button that we can simply say ignore does not mean that we're going to forget about it. It just simply means we're going to silence it for a minute. 
that, you know what, I'm just going to set this aside. I'm going to consciously make, acknowledge it, and then I'm going to bundle it in a little box, and then I'm going to set it aside. So much of our energy comes when we try and defeat or shut or close down or whack-a-mole our, 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 our fears when sometimes that voice just needs to be ignored. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. We do it in our lives with real live people, people outside of us that try and give us advice. We'll sometimes look at them and go, yeah, right, okay, thanks. And then we get in our car and like, shh, not listening to that fool. Well, Sometimes we have to be willing to do that to the inner gremlin. Sometimes after we've heard that voice, we need to be able to say, you know what? I'm just not going to listen. Today I'm, t- <laughs> Today I'm choosing just, I'm, I'm just not going to listen to it. You know, even though it, dwell, it's, it lives in me, it doesn't mean it controls me. Just because that little voice keeps saying, you're going to get be embarrassed. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be embarrassed. You better not do that. Somebody's watching. You might want to not put your hand up. You might want to sit down. You might want to, you know, hide in the corner. You know, sometimes I'm just going to ignore it and step into it. You know, some the other thing that, another tool to deal with that gremlin is to write Write it out. Look at it down on a piece of paper. One of the things that I love to do is just journal. Just And I call it, you know, free journaling. I'll just sit there and I'll just sort of have a pen over a piece of paper and I'll start to write, you know, my list of 10 things I want to create or five things I want to create today or what I want to create. And I'll just, I'll write those. And then I'll just sort of see what comes. And somehow magically that little gremlin starts to show up and says, you know, oh, you can't do X, Y, Z, or in order to achieve this, or in order to have that, or if you want to go here, you need to do that. And it starts to give me all of this list, this grocery list of impossibilities, of challenges, of obstacles, of reasons it's never going to happen. And when I get it all written out and I see it in front of me, like I said, it's an acknowledgement, but then I can physically, physically, with pen in hand and paper below me, draw a line through it draw a line through it, draw another line through it, almost as if I'm striking out or deleting those statements from my head. When I began the 100-day, 100-day, it really was, at the time, a great challenge that I placed in front of me. I thought, okay, I'm going to do 100 blogs and 100 Facebook Lives in 100 days, Monday through Friday. I should, for those who who count and watch, weekdays. Um, I thought, oh, I'll never get this, you know, the gremlin and the demon took over. You're not going to be able to do this. What about if you get sick? What about this? What about that? How about this? How about that? Nobody's going to watch. Nobody's going to care. You don't have anything important to say. You can hear it taking over my brain. I thought, okay, what do I got to do? And I actually told this to a friend, fellow coach, and he sent me back sort of this really basic Excel graph sheet type of thing where it showed the date and it said one, two, three, and at the bottom it would calculate 10 out of 10, 11 out of 11, 12 out of 12. And what was funny is once I started to gain that momentum and cross through those barriers to the first 10, then the 20, then the 30, I started to really feel empowered. I started to feel like, wait a minute, this could actually happen. I'm like a third of the way there. I'm like a halfway there. I'm like two thirds away from finish. And it was funny that I 
I, I started to believe that it could actually occur, that I could actually achieve it when I hit about number 90, somewhere between 95. Now, along that journey, I'll tell you, there were struggles. There were obstacles. There were days, if you go back and look, that I showed up physically sick. I was wiped out. I, you know, I, I did the video, I did the blog, and then I crawled back in bed kind of thing. It was that kind of day. But I knew that I had made a commitment. And that commitment to my goals, that commitment to my dreams, that commitment to my desires, that commitment to myself was sort of my way of rebelling, which is my number four trick, against that gremlin. That we've all had that feeling when somebody tells us you can't, and you're like, yeah, really? (laughs) Watch me. (laughs) Come on, just watch me. Watch me. I am, (laughs) yeah, watch me. If you haven't seen that, feel free to babysit my daughter for an afternoon. She'll show it to you in about 20 different ways. Um, but the, the goal sheet and the checking off of the box was my way of rebelling against that gremlin, of saying, you know what? You think so. Well, I'll prove you different. And in that proving different, I actually began to have a new set of voices in my head. You could do this. You're a speaker, you're a trainer, you're a Facebook person, you're a blogger, you're a writer, you're all of these things started to fill my head. And that's the person that I wanted to become. That was the person I began to attach myself to, not the gremlin that was telling me what I couldn't do. But the guiding internal voice that was telling me who I was and what I could do. Now, I will say that not every day of the 100s is 100% great. You know, I'd like to think they are, but I'm also pretty wise. I, I know some days that I wasn't at my best and I didn't pour into it as well as I could. But what I've also learned along that 80 day or 100 days is that after doing something that consistently at that same level, that when I showed up today on Friday, I showed up already without any real work at about 80% ready because I had developed that rebellious voice already in me that could defeat that, that gremlin that I didn't have to go all the way back to the beginning and start arguing with it. It was like, yeah, whatever. And so in rebelling, in ignoring, in moving past that voice, you begin to move to a higher place or a higher level in your life that those gremlins voices aren't the loudest ones in your head. One of the other techniques sometimes is learning to let it just pass. You know, we all become consumed with a feeling or a thought or an idea, and it just seems to take over our entire energy and we vibrate with it. And we begin to battle against it and try and wrestle it to the ground and take control when, in fact, if we just took a moment and breathed, deeply and got back in touch with the things of peace and tranquility and completeness in our lives, that voice would, like I said, I sometimes see her as a little old lady would take a nap and we could re-energize and move forward. You know, sometimes when we stop thinking about that voice, it feels it has gained control and it begins to silence itself. And then we gain the momentum to take off running. You know, it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like, you know, when the, the gremlin sleeps, we take off and gain momentum. 
Sometimes when we wait long enough, that storm will pass. And on the other side of that storm is always a new horizon. And so just sometimes sitting quietly and letting it pass is, a, is an effective tool for defeating that gremlin. Yep, another idea that you could adopt is learning to laugh. Now, I know that seems really weird as a technique, but the truth is, if we learn to laugh at those inner demons, if we learn to laugh at those inner gremlins, it shifts our perspective. Laughter is hope. Laughter is promise. Laughter is the tomorrow, whether it's occurring in tomorrow or in today. But what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes when we look at what the gremlin or demon or, you know, whatever you want to call it is, is saying us, you're not smart enough. And we're just like, yeah, right. You're not fast enough. Okay. I think that's foolish, and I'll start to laugh at it. If we learn to just stop and see it as the soap opera drama playing out in our head and see how absolutely ridiculous it is, that those old fears that we had when we were 12 and 13 and maybe 21 are still trying to control us now, and we've had a lifetime of experience, a dozen different learning opportunities. We've read more and grown more than we were at 21. So how can that same voice apply to who we are today? Sometimes we just need to stop breathe and laugh and say, you know what? Mm, sorry, not picking up that one, not playing that game. You know, I, I, go find somebody else to dance with because I'm not dancing with you, ugly old woman, and laugh. And that's partly why I like the imagery of, of the, the little old woman. You know, we, you can see her. You know, we, all, we all have those Disney cartoons, the, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the Wicked Witch, all hunched over and crooked nose and wart on chin and scraggly hair. And that, that voice where she's always trying to feed us that apple of doubt, that apple of insecurity, that apple of, um, of, of loss, of fear, of doubt. And you know what? Sometimes we just need to look at her and go, <laughs> seeing the movie, read the play, not buying it. Keep it. Go away. But before we dismiss every voice that our inner thinking tells us, it's just do a quick double check. Is it true? You know, is it true? Because sometimes that fear does serve as a guide. You know, jumping off the top of a house. When I was five years old, that little voice said, I don't think this is a good idea, Sonny. Ah, you're probably going to break your leg or something worse. Ah, you might want to turn back and get down before your mama ta- tans your backside. That voice served me well. But that same voice that tells me, don't step on stage, don't start a radio show, don't do a Facebook Live, don't write a blog because people will laugh. You'll be made a fool of. You won't be any good at it. Nobody will care. Nobody will show up. Nobody will listen. Yeah, sorry, not a truth. But if today I was to go back up on that roof and I would stand at the edge and that inner voice would say, uh, I don't think you've grown wings since the last time we were here. We should turn around and, and, and step off the edge. I'd be like, okay, you know what? You got some wisdom there. I'm going to take it. So sometimes that voice, and that's why I said, take a moment and listen in. Just listen and ask, okay, is it true? Is it wisdom or is it fear speaking? Is it guidance or is it limiting thinking? 
You know, one of the other things that I often like to do um, is ask myself, what are you trying to protect me from? So when I see that little old woman and she's shaking that finger of caution at me or, you know, those gremlins that are screaming, don't do it, don't do it. I have to ask myself, okay, what are you trying to protect me from? And this is a moment of introspection. What are you trying to protect me from? Embarrassment may be the answer. Well, will I really be embarrassed if I give 110%? Will I really be embarrassed if I show up fully ready and authentic? How could I conquer that fear of embarrassment? Well, being prepared, stepping out in confidence, knowing that everybody has failed once and maybe twice or three times in what I'm about to do, so I've got to get my three tries in before success happens. So what are you trying to protect me from, little voice? And how can I use that, that, that awareness to continue on my journey? You know, I appreciate those friends, and sometimes those gremlins don't live just outside of us or inside of us, but they live outside of us. Those friends who will walk up and say, ah, you might not want to do that. Ah, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, you sure you want to do that? Nobody's ever done that before. And if you do that, it could cost you a lot of money if it doesn't work out. You know, thank you. What are you trying to protect me from? Pain, hardship, sorrow? Well, all of those places are where I learn who I am. And when I learn who I am, I develop a new set of tools to grow into who I want to become. So as much as I appreciate the wisdom you're trying to give me, I'm going to choose to ignore it. I'm going to move past. You know, I might even rebel against it. And I'd ask myself again, is it true? Because in doing so, I'm able to begin to defeat that voice in my head, that wicked witch, so to speak, or whatever imagery you have of it. I've acknowledged that it exists. And I listen to it for what it is. But I also know that there's a time to ignore it, a time to write it out and really look at what it's saying and then scratch it out so I can put that up on my vision board or on my bulletin board or in my daytimer and say, when I begin to go down this journey, I will not stop because this and this and this and this are presented to me because those are not dead ends. They are simply speed bumps that I'll have to cross. And I've prepared for it. I will rebel against that voice sometimes. I'll show it that it's untrue. I'll show it that it doesn't exist. Like I said, I struggled enormously when I was in school, especially elementary school, because elementary school is all about spelling tests and, and reading out loud and you know, understanding sentences. And I can still remember the teacher putting up on the board, you know, a sentence and saying diagram it, show me the verb, the adjective, the pronoun, show me the long E, short E, you know, all of that. And literally, as I'm telling you now, I can feel the same sickness begin to well up in my stomach, the fear that I would be called on, the fear that she would put me in front of the room and ask me a question to write it out. And I would confuse there for there, you know, the two theirs. And my classmates would look up and laugh. And I would be stranded there in front of the, front, the, the class and pinned against the blackboard, just begging to be vanished into nowhere land. And so when I began the blog, the 100 day blog journey, all of those gremlins, all of those thoughts, all of that began to swell up in me. And somewhere along the way, I made a few spelling mistakes, and I still do. 
and I work really hard at correcting them. So I apologize if they show up. Um, I have a learning disability that really back when I was a kid was kind of like nobody really diagnosed it and provided training for it. Um, so when somebody pointed that out and then somebody else pointed that out after a day of feeling really good, like, man, I had delivered some content. I had shared a message. I had transformed a life to find out that I used the wrong witch or that I had forgotten a punctuation mark or that I had used a past tense with a present participle or whatever all of those things were. And I was crushed and I was back to being that kid standing against the bulletin board, wishing nothing more than to be able to just banish and end my day right then and there. I didn't. <clears throat> part of me rebelled. Part of me took their wisdom and began to become more consciously intentional about how I wrote and where I wrote and the tools that I used in my writing. And in doing so, I was able to, to silence that gremlin or whack-a-mole that gremlin, so to speak. And every time it tried to show its ugly head in my life, I was able to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, not listening, not a truth, not a fact. Writers and spellers are different. I'm great at copyright because I can create ideas. I can create visions. I can create storyboards and I can speak it. But if you ask me to edit your book, I can tell you where the content and the, the message becomes disconnected. But I couldn't tell you if you missed a punctuation mark or if you used the wrong spelling. Now, oddly enough, during this hundred days, I've read over 3,200 and some odd pages my eye has become more in tune for those kind of things, which once again says when you stop listening to the gremlins, the demons, the naggy old witches in your head that are trying to keep you trapped in the past and start to fully step into who you can become and who you are meant to be, you grow and you change and you become a new creature. And so as you begin to start your journey of success, as you begin to plant your foot on that pathway, as I said, of learning to live daily with success, that gremlin's voice will get louder. I guarantee you that gremlin's voice will get louder. Those demons will find more ways of attacking you. It's just the way it is because they had finally reached a point of agreement with you that this is how your life was going to be forever and ever. And you said, oops, sorry, busting the contract, changing the rules, going in a new direction. And they're not happy. And they want to bring it back to what they agreed to, to being average and maybe below average and being a limited thinker and not having your hopes and dreams fulfilled. So get ready. They're going to come up. They're going to make noise. They're going to make themselves known. And I want you to, to remember back that, yes, acknowledge those gremlins and then choose to ignore the ones that are just plain outright ridiculous. In fact, laugh at them if you have to. Write it out what the gremlins are telling you and, and write down 10 things that you want to accomplish, five things you want to accomplish, one thing you want to accomplish, and then listen into the voice that comes behind it. And then go through and physically cross those negative thoughts out. See them in your mind. See them in, your, in front of you on pen and paper being destroyed. Learn to rebel against the voice. Develop that I'll show you kind of attitude. You know, that I'll show you that stubbornness, that stomping of the foot, crossing of the arms and sticking out of the bottom lip, that can serve us well in chasing our dreams. And so, you know, I, I admire my daughter. She is, she is a rebellious spirit. I tell her one thing and maybe it's the girl in her, maybe it's just her. 
but she'll cross her arms, stomp her foot, stick out her tongue, and head the other direction. And deep down, I smile because I know that in her day and in her world, she will always be able to speak her mind and chase her dreams. You know, sometimes when that gremlin speaks up, just let it pass. Take a deep breath. Focus on all your past successes and all your past wins and know that this storm of doubt will pass. And, you know, just thank them at the end. Thank your gremlin for trying to keep you safe, but tell them now is not the time. So as you move forward, I encourage you to continue to fight back, to move forward, to trust yourself, to listen to the new you and not the old you, because there is great potential in you. You have a world in front of you waiting to be explored. Learn to live your life with success daily, and you will be a success. If I can help you on that journey, please let me know. And I will see you here next Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern Time for another episode of Success Coaching Live Radio. And uh, that will be probably blog number 107 and Facebook Live somewhere around 110 and radio cast number 30, almost 40, I think, by that time. So, yes, you too can conquer your demons. And if I can help you do so, let me know. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.